It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. And Tom Brady doesn't pass the torch yet to Mahomes, does he? Dave Roberts. Backward strike three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Welcome to Sports Next, episode 30 here on Ecstatic Radio. Uh, we're recording on September 7th. I am Henry, and I'm here with my buddy. Mr. Hodge. Uh, and uh, first of all, I know we just come back from Labor Day. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, oh, by the way, unfortunately, also, we won't have Uncle Phil here. But he sent us his predictions for the NFL games, which, by the way, we're excited to uh, the season debut this week, which we'll yep. talk a little bit later. Yep. But uh, by the way, how was your Labor Day? Everything was good with your Labor Day? Oh, yeah. Um, got my fantasy team set up. And um, other than sports stuff, um, just um, it was pretty cool. I went to Venice Beach and Santa Monica. So check out what everybody okay. was doing during this Labor Day. And it was cool. All right. All right. Yeah, how That's about good. you? How about you? That was okay. I enjoyed the time off from work for a couple of days, for a few days. Cool. So uh, that was good to do. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, let's start off with uh, the birthdays, as we usually do. Uh, Hodge, take it away, man. All right. Uh, today, we are celebrating Wade Davis, Rusney Castillo. Rusney Castillo, yes. Jason Risenhausen, uh, Joe okay. Harris, uh, Kevin okay. Love, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Is he like, is he the Spider-Man or, or is the Spider or the Spider? He's a spider, isn't he? Yeah, just a spider? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. Donovan Mitchell, then. Happy birthday to him. And Pedro Munoz. All right. Well, happy birthday to those guys. And, uh, of course, we had a fight night last week. Uh, I don't think we had one this weekend. Oh, no. Coming up. But we had, obviously, the big baseball series, the Dodgers and the Giants, which, unfortunately, we're going to have – unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about (laughs) – we also have, you know, the Baseball Hall of Fame. We have, of course, a lot of NFL news to talk about finally. And, you know, some a little bit of NBA. So uh, we'll be right back with this quick break. Welcome back to uh, Sports Next Year on Ecstatic Radio. And, of course, last Saturday on September 4th, we had an early uh, fight night. So we should probably call it fight day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're here in, in West Coast time. It was starting at 11. I think Cleveland's were at 11. And with the main car starting at 1 p.m. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty early. You get your breakfast going or your, your brunch going and then some UFC fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was uh, main evented by uh, middleweights, Derek Bronson and Darren Till. And in this case, uh, we had uh, Derek Bronson defeating Darren Till via submission in the third round. Uh, we look at some of the stats real quick. Uh, we had uh, Bronson was, I mean, he was winning this fight for sure. I mean, if you look at just these stats, uh, we had 101 total strikes to Darren Till's 28, 41 significant strikes to uh, Till's 56. I mean, 26. I'm sorry. Even though uh, he had a higher significant uh, percentage of that, and then takedowns was three out of six for Bronson, while for zero with Till and uh, one submission attempt. I'm guessing that's the one that got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be I'll be honest. I didn't get to watch most of this fight uh, main card. But Hodge, I hear that you did. So, uh, mm-hmm. what are you talking to us about this fight? Uh, yeah, I, 
I need you on your assignment, young man. Yeah, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, if you're looking at it, it's the the card speaks for the, excuse me, the um, the stats speak for for themselves. Um, 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 Till did get some good punches in when he did land in them, but Derek Bronson did a good job of adjusting. Um, and he dominated for the vast majority of this fight, as you can see. And um, and, and um, when um, um, I I thought um Derek Brasso was going to knock him out, but they ended up on the ground, and he did a good job um, with the rear neck control code, which ended the fight. And um, after the fight, um, uh, Derek Brasso uh, looked straight for the camera and called out Israel Adesanya. Um, yeah, he he's been saying that he um. The process is saying that he hasn't had any respect, and um, he said he's trying to get back in the title picture. So he he wants um, Adesanya or whoever is the middleweight champion. Yeah, I mean he has uh, five straight wins. Uh, the last one before uh, this last one was uh, against two coming guys, Edmund Shabazian, who he t he TKO'd in the third round, and Kevin Holland, who he took unanimous win against him. So uh, you know the high trains that he took down. And then uh, his last loss is actually against Israel Adesanya when they fought back in UFC 230 back in 2018 in New York City where he got TKO knees and punches on, on the first round. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he feels like he wants it back. I mean, he's looked really good the last five fights. Uh, he's had he's made a vendor the last, the last three fights. So, yeah, I mean, say like, okay, he's going to fight nice, but no pay-per-view fights or something like that. I mean, uh, Adesanya, I believe he still uh, has a, fight coming up against uh, uh Whitaker mm -hmm. but uh yeah you looks like you looks like uh you know Bronson is due for a really good fight uh if not the number one there's not the champion at least a number the other number two fighter and uh yeah it looks like I mean Till was got was up there too Till had a uh he was he took an impressive win over Till who's not you know he his last loss was against Whitaker and uh he's been having some pretty decent wins in his career but uh you know, yeah, I feel like Brunson does deserve a number, uh, a top fighter. Uh, if not, if it's not Adesanya, yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, other fights that happened, uh, there was also co-main event by heavyweights Tom Aspinall, TKOing Sergey Spivak in the two in the first round with two minutes and thirty seconds. Uh, that's real quick, right there. Easy work for Aspinall. Did Aspinall look as impressive as it sounds? Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah um... This was um, uh, he he looked like I f if I remember he struggled a little bit in the beginning and then like um, he took over got got a got that good punch in and it was pretty much curtain so yeah the um is a is a it's two minutes and thirty seconds within the first round so it stood yeah. for itself. <laughs> well, again, I mean, if you look, you're someone who looked these stats. Uh, these are pretty pretty easy to pretty uh, nice to pull out was uh. Of course, the one knockdown for Aspinall. Uh, he had 16 out of 26 total strikes, and all of them were significant strikes. And, uh, so that's they, yeah, that'll get the job done. Yeah. Toward here's us Bivon stats: zero knockdowns, zero total strikes. All his strikes were attempted were significant, and he missed all of them. So he's zero strikes and zero out of two takedowns. Yep. So yeah, not a really good performance. Not a very good performance at all by Spivak. But Tom Espinal, he's been going at it for some uh i mean he has a nice little hype thing going around him yeah 
So uh, we'll see what's next for him. Yeah, he he, he want. I know he wants that. He didn't say nothing, but I, I you get this feeling that he's like, hey guys, don't don't forget about me. So. Yeah, he's uh he's uh seven wins in a row, and as of September, as of September, he's the eleventh ranked heavyweight in the UFC. So uh, you can see another big fight coming up for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, another one we have welterweights Alex Morono defeating David Zawada in the decision. Uh, the, so uh, light heavyweights Khalil Roundtree defeating uh, Modestas Bakalkas in the second round with a TKO. What do you think about that one? Yeah, that was a nasty. Um, that was that was a nasty like kick. It was. Um, I had to back away and and um. I've give Khalil his pop props. I was like, yeah, that yeah. he's a pretty dangerous man. <laughs> yeah, it looks like sounds like it. And uh this yeah. one's probably one of the this one probably stole the show right away. You know, I think it's it's still the show. Lightweights, Paddy Pimblet, who's uh big up or big, he was big enough, I believe, uh, England, he's native, mm-hmm. and uh he's a champion of some other promotion, I believe. And uh, I guess he's making his UFC debut with a whole bunch of hype behind him. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the one I tell you that I did get to watch. You know, we had a, you know, he had all that crazy stuff going like in the in the first round where Luigi he fought. By the way, he fought Luigi Vendramani. Luigi was like he was giving it to him for most part of that first round, and all of a yeah. sudden, uh, Patty just woke up or picked it up, and then he just went off on Luigi. Yeah, getting him the TKO with four minutes and twenty five seconds in the first round. And I mean, this guy. I mean, you, you sound like you look at this guy. He's just like you. You can tell Dana White's gonna love this guy. Yeah. He's just like gonna be all over him. I mean, he's 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 like British Conor McGregor almost. Right. <laughs> and almost in the same division, I believe, of lightweight. So uh, yeah, and that well, that very already popular, crazy lightweight division that they have in the UFC. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be crazy. So it's gonna you can tell like he's just gonna be one of those stars in the UFC if he keeps it up. Definitely. Um, I remember, I remember the commentators. They, I think Daniel Cormier uh, said that um, that uh, Patty's chin is way too high. He's gonna get knocked out. And yeah, I thought that was the case. I was like, yeah, this is not a good look for him. He, yeah, he just he just dug inside himself and just um, he 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 ended up being the the one that knocked uh the the one that knocked him out. So, uh, big ups to Patty. He. We'll see where where his career goes, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some prelims, uh, which I know was I could saw I could see is uh women's flyweight Molly McCann versus Ji Yang Kim, and uh man like uh this Molly McCann she was so hyped. I mean, because I, I believe they themed this fight night a lot of uh, British people, so I I also believe that they all that's also why they had it an early start time. They had a lot of uh, British fighters in this in this fight, including Pinklet and Molly McCann. And yeah. you can tell them, and then there were a lot, there were a decent amount of uh, British, uh, British fans around mm-hmm. the Apex. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and they had Michael Bisping on the call. And so, Mike McCann was driving through that. She was just going off. She was just letting her fight that. And then this was a great fight. Mike McCann and Jin Kim. Honestly, Jin Kim, well, could I mean, I wouldn't be surprised she also had to win. But uh, at the end of the day, it was Mike McCann picking up that decision victory over Jin Kim. So uh, it was, I think this was uh, was it the fight at night? Was it the fight at night? I believe. Yeah, it uh, was. Yeah, it was the fight at night. So both of them got bonuses. So it was a great fight. Um, I, I, I just, I just wanted, 
I just want ten percent of it. That's all. <laughs> the fifty G's. Yeah. Bantamweight's uh, uh, Jack Shore defeated Ludwig Sholinian uh, in the decision in third round, and uh, this was just a dominant uh, fight from Jack Shore. I mean, he did pick, uh, fight against uh, Sholinian, who took the min- uh, fight last, uh, last minute. So, uh, but it was a good win for him. Mm-hmm. And then we had catchweights Julian Rosa defeating Charles Jordan. And this was another, this was also a pretty decent fight. And that, uh, Rosa earned up getting that uh, submission victory. I think that one came out of nowhere too. And then submitting Jor- uh, Jordan. And then we had middleweights Mark Andre Barrels defeated uh, Dacha Lungiambula in decision in the third round. So, uh, pretty decent card. Again, it was stolen by uh, Pinklet, who also got a also got a uh, performance of the night uh, bonus with, with uh, along with uh, Tom Aspinall. So uh, good job to them. And uh, this week, unfortunately, we don't have a fight night to talk about. So uh, we'll have to wait another week till we get uh, Anthony Smith and Ryan Spahn, which I don't even think they we had the whole card yet. So uh, yeah. and then sure. after that, of course, will be UFC 266 mm-hmm. with Volkanovski and Ortega. Shishenko with Lauren Murphy, Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler, Curtis Blades, and Rosenstrike, and Andrade versus Cavillo. So that's going to be a really good card at UFC yeah. 266. Yeah, it looks Man, really hype. Pulling out these crazy pay-per-view cards. Yeah, it, it looks really hype. So um, I'm, I hope I can check it out because this definitely like something I don't want to miss. Like I think the next three um, pay-per-views are, are like must-watch. Oh yeah, two sixty-seven with Black Bullocks versus Teixeira with and yeah. along with uh Sterling versus Peter Yan and two sixty-eight. Oh, this this is two sixty-eight one. Looks crazy. Uzman versus Covington, Namajumas versus uh, Chang, uh, mm-hmm. Gaethje versus Chandler, Strickler versus Rockwell, and Frankie Edgar versus Martin Barron. That's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, and then, we, and then you also have Irene Aldana versus Jermaine Durand. I mean, uh, that's gonna be good. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that. Before we get to that, obviously, but uh, we have some baseball to discuss, unfortunately, mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get through it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. Now we got some uh, baseball to talk to people about. And, uh, of course, that, man, the National League West. You know, I'm just going to do this right now. You know, let's just because I think that's the one everybody wants to know about or wants to start, hear about. Mm-hmm. You know, this weekend we had the big Dodgers and Giants uh, series for first place. So this is how it started. Let me, let's just take it back. The Dodgers swept uh, the Atlanta Braves last week and put them right up there. And the, the Giants lost, I believe, two out of three against, uh, who was that, the Brewers, or three out of four or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that put, that left, literally the Dodgers and Giants tied for the first place. I mean, you can't make that stuff up. And so, uh, of course, Friday was going to be on a series. We just got we already got to know somebody's going to be in the lead. You know, obviously, both teams are hoping that they can sweep the other. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, as a Dodgers fan, that's what we were hoping for the Dodgers to sweep the Giants. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, on Friday, it was a good, it was a good like close game, and uh, it just sucked the way it ended because it ended on an error, a supposedly a walk off error, getting the Giants to win that game mm-hmm. and leaving them up with up a game. So uh, I was like, God dang it, God! You see, it was and it was the thing that's the thing that we always get drives us crazy right now is that it's not even like 
just proves that you know it's not always the Giants. Giants just get lucky all like times, you know, like that one. It was an error by the Dodgers, and it was our own screw up. I guess that's not their fault, you know. We screwed that up, but still, you know, that's that's frustrating. And then so Saturday happened. Saturday looked a little bit better. We went off on them, and uh, we had a uh, who pitched that? Urias pitched a great game, and uh, we ended up winning that game. Uh, uh, pretty commanding lead or win, um, pretty like four one or six one or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so we're back at uh tied. So now for sure, that's even better. Sunday, ESPN had the game, and we had Walker Bueller, our ace, who might who might win the Cy Young Award this year. Um, go at us. So I was, you know, we were thinking, oh, okay, we got this. We're gonna go up against their bullpen. This is gonna be a bullpen game for the Giants. So it's a no-brainer. It's like, oh, Dodgers got to walk out of the series up a game. For some reason, Bueller didn't have this this game. I mean, out of all games for him to, like, screw up, it had to be this one. And, like, I mean, it wouldn't even matter if you were up against, like, a bad team and you gave up those six runs because it wouldn't matter. You know, it was like, oh, okay, it's just a bad team. You know, winning or losing, it doesn't matter. But this is a game we had to win because we were playing the Giants. And all of a sudden, you decide to be whacked. And... Mm-hmm. Oh, I would say he decided, but you know, he just happened to be whack. Yeah. And now we lose that game. And now we're back. I mean, sure, it's just a game back, but still, you, you know, you wanted to take that series in San Francisco. And, uh, you know, it didn't turn out to be that way. And uh, with the Giants, again, like, especially that game I was telling you yesterday, just, uh, not yesterday, Sunday, I mean, those were cheap hits they got. Minus that one home run they got. Some pretty cheap hits, so I don't know. It's just something about the Giants that they're just getting lucky at some point, you know. I mean, they have decent players, but nothing like, I mean, to say like, oh yeah, that's a great, that's a really, really great team. Mm-hmm. Nothing intimidating. It's just that I don't know. I don't know what it is about them right now. I don't know. I, um, this is gonna pay me to say this, and and I want no parts. Like, like I apologize. To everybody out there, Henry, I'm going to apologize to you in advance before I say this, and I'm a, I want to apologize to myself because I don't I don't want to say this, but um, maybe, maybe it's time to admit, it, regardless of who's on the Giants roster, it maybe it's time to admit that they're actually as good as the record says they are. It is. Uh, they're. I mean, uh, okay, well, I mean, you could do that, but you'll be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, um, I, I, they've found a way to get the job done. Like, I know I talked my crap uh, way before the season started. I was like, yeah, the Giants are going nowhere, blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're standing in first place, um, even if it's just an inch. Like, they've stayed in first place the majority of the season. So, yeah. I mean, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I still disagree. <laughs> <We'll> still, <laughs> I, I still think even though it's like into a uh, lead, I mean, of course, yeah, sure. You know, you lead the the uh, division the, almost the whole year. But, I mean, uh, the one again, the one thing, it's a game. And the thing, too, is like the Giants, are, they have easy right now. They have the, they have, uh, the Rockies who are, you know, mm. all the way down there. Yeah. We have the Cardinals who are competing, I believe, for at least a wild card, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think this weekend we have the Padres, so that's going to be another big series. Even though not not, not as far as like we, we separate ourselves from the Padres, yeah. But Padres always play us hard, <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. you know that's one thing why it's going to be a good series. So and tough one. So I mean, 
right now, uh, we'll, let's talk about some current scores. Right, the Giants are winning right now, but again, against the Rockies, the Dodgers are leading the, the Cardinals four two right now. Uh, but let's talk about some. But yeah, so I mean, if you want to say that, Hodge, let me. I'll, I'll put you to this one. I mean, once the Dodgers win the trophy in the end of the year, you know, I'll be like, what was that, Hodge? That you said there. Good. Well, what what was that, Hodge? <laughs> no, I I want to be and, wrong. Uh, I, I, I this I want to be wrong. This breaks me no pleasure to be like, oh, the Giants is this, but like, um, the, the, it is what it is right now. Maybe yeah. they fall apart in the playoffs. It's happened before. Yeah, yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Well, um, let's look at some other division races. We enough of that. We don't want to talk about. Keep talking about the Giants, Giants, Giants. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's worry about other teams. Yeah. yeah screw the Giants. How about uh? <laughs> How about the Central? We have Milwaukee. I mean, of course, they, they've always been running away with their division. They're already 11 games up into the second place Cincinnati Reds. So they've, they've got this one. The Atlanta Braves, this is another good one. NLEs, the Braves are leading it by one and a half games. They're four, six in their last 10. The Phillies are eight and two in their last 10. So they're just a game behind. The Mets are trying to get up there. <laughs> the record is 69 and 69. <laughs> but that was. <laughs> That uh, puts them four games behind first place, and they're seven and three in their last ten. So they're doing pretty well. So that's going to be another division to look at as far as the National League you know, this last month. Over the American League, the Central again, it's already take almost looks like it's taken by the White Sox in this one, leading ten games to the second place Cleveland Indians, uh, or it'll be the Cleveland Warriors next year. Yeah, uh, and then uh, in the East. The Tampa Bay Rays, eight and a half already lead with the Yankees. And then the Boston's up is down by nine games. Over in the West, we have the Astros by five and a half against the Mariners and six games against Oakland. Let's look at the wild card real quick. Tampa Bay right now, well, there's a Tampa Bay and Chicago White Star division leaders right now. But uh, it was like the Yankees and it's Boston right now. So that'll be a pretty good uh, little wild card game. The rivalry between the Yankees and the Boston, too, that they're going to. I mean, there's two rivalries right there. Dodgers, Dodgers, Giants, Yankees, Boston are making a good case this year. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, it's going to be good to watch. And right now, the Padres are leading the second wild card uh, to Cincinnati by one game. So, I mean, it's going to be – that's going to be the case. The way it's looking right now, it'll be the Dodgers and the Padres in that one game, wild card game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's going to be fun. But like, like I said, let's look at some games right now. We have uh, some some relevant games. Let's see if I can find some right now. Then the Dodgers and the Giants ones. Uh, the Yankees are losing right now to Toronto four to one, so that's not good for them. But then again, Boston is losing themselves. Tampa Bay nine to one. Milwaukee's beating the Phillies three zero, and the Braves are beating the Nationals. So the Braves this is looking good for the Braves. And so uh, yeah, that'll be it for the scores right now. Uh, so uh, it's getting excited right now, but uh, we also got to talk about the Hall of Fame, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, to so induct the 2020 Baseball Hall of Fame class. We'll be headlined by, of course, Derek Jeter. Hmm. Uh, the New York Yankees, the captain, they call him, the shortstop of the Yankees, who spent, I believe, 20 something years mm-hmm. one team. He, his resume, a 14 time All Star. Uh, 3,465 career hits and a 310 bat- lifetime batting average. Mm. He twice led MLB in hits, once at age 25 and again at age 38. Wow. His greatness was started in a laser-guided consistency more than historic single-season performance. He batted 300 or better in 12 different seasons. And so, uh, yeah, that's going to get you into the Hall of Fame. Oh, of course, 
let's not forget five World Series rings. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's gonna get you in there. And I believe he was also the first baseball player to sign to uh, uh, Nike or Jordan, I think. So, from what I hear, so uh, yeah, he's he's Mr. Baseball. Yeah. He was also the MVP of the World, the 2000 World Series. And he's already the number two uh, Yankees retired number. So, uh, yeah, that's going to get you into the hall. Yeah. Also, Larry Walker. Uh, Walker was a candidate who, uh, who took 10 years on the ballot. He took 10 years on the ballot to finally make it into Cooperstown. He's uh, he's only he's one of only 19 hitters since 1947 to finish his career with at least 5,000 plate appearances and a 400 on-base percentage. Playing in this hitter-friendly environs of course field, he let the lefty put up video game numbers in a post-30 peak that snapped from 1997 to 2002. He busted 49 home runs in that 1997 season and robbed to the end on VP. So, uh, yeah, he's a very good hitter for a while. That's mm-hmm. uh, Larry Walker. And then Ted Simmons switching backstop to start, who starred mostly over the Cardinals and the, and the Brewers. So uh, his resume includes uh, 248 career home runs with 14 among catchers since integration and his 1,389 RBIs. We also have Marvin Miller. And uh, that's going to be the class for this year's Hall of Fame. Oh, the 2020 class of the Hall of Fame. What do you think? Good. I mean, well, you have Jeter out there. Like, that's no brainer. You can tell him the first ballot Hall of Fame. I just gave you his his resume. I'm like, man, like, that's – I didn't even notice that. I mean, I know he was great and everything, but, like, 3,465, that's a lot of hits. <laughs> <laughs> so he way past, you know, Mr. 3,000. Yeah. And the 310 lifetime batting average, you know, for, for that amount, that, that long of a career. And, again, five World Series championships, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh Everything's just there. I mean, that's he left the, the career that most most players, uh, you know, hope to have. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he's definitely um one of the all-time greats um in the majors. So, and like you, you hear people, um, even though he's a Yankee, you hear people um really praise Jeter and what he's accomplished in his career. So it's well deserved for for him, you know. Yeah, I mean to to live up in that pressure for being you know playing for New York and to still come up. He was compared a lot to the baseball's version of uh I'm, I'm sorry to, I mean I don't know if offend anybody, but the baseball version of Kobe. Well Kobe meant to LA, mm-hmm. you know, what's what G, uh, Jeter meant to New York. Well mm-hmm. Kobe meant to basketball in a way of what Jeter means to baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about, you know, basketball right away and, and the NBA when you think about Kobe or when you think about the NBA Kobe, and when you think about baseball at that time, you know, they almost had a similar uh, career. Jeter was started from 95 and then his career in 2014. So mm-hmm. uh, almost around the same time as Kobe's uh, playing career. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, congratulations to that class. And uh, some better news for the city of uh, or the state of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mets, Pete Alonso becomes the second fastest player in MLB history, 100, 100 home runs. When he did it on Tuesday against the Marlins, or today, mm-hmm. but doing so, Alonso became the second fastest player to reach the mark in Major League history as judged by games played. Uh, so I, I believe that he just took, uh, or he's right behind, uh, or he passed Ryan Howard, former Phillies first baseman. Mm-hmm. So um, congratulations to Pete Alonso. I mean, he already has two home run derby championships, so uh, he just happens to be a home run machine right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, with that being said, uh, that'll be it in baseball. Of course, we have more coming on for like playoff, um, the playoff race. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, we're gonna we're gonna be fun. We're gonna be excited right now because we're gonna start with some NFL after this break. When we're gonna have do our little, uh, gonna bring back our little picks. Even though Phil's not here, we'll mention we're gonna mention some of his. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh, we'll be right back. All right, so it looks like the Patriots have already made their decision on who's gonna be their starting QB. And uh, we were talking about it last week, and. Uh, you were thinking that oh he's gonna make the opening day. He's gonna, he's gonna be the starter, but uh, fortunately for Cam Newton, he will not be the starter because he was cut by the Patriots mm-hmm. uh, just last week. Um, and Mac Jones will be the I guess the starting quarterback, the 15th overall pick out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. So uh, Hodge, what do you think about this? Uh, obviously, it was big. Uh, we were yeah. thinking you know Newton's gonna stay with the team, but it's not quite so. Yeah, it was funny how I said what they should do, and then when we released the episode that day, they cut him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, nope, whatever Hodge said, is, yeah, let's do the opposite. <laughs> they, they, they must have caught on quicker. Like, oh, uh, oh, I forgot this is Bill Belichick. No, we're not gonna cut him. <laughs> forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of bothered. I, I think, yeah, by how, by what about them cutting them, but I think it's more so how they did it in the days prior that really bothered me. Um, um, they, um, he's been testing negative and he tested negative for COVID, but because he went to the wrong facility, um, he couldn't be with the team for the next couple of days. Oh, yeah. That still can feel, it, it, it makes it a little more suspicious. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to put on my conspiracy hat right now because I'm not, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. I try to avoid that route, but yeah, that kind of bothered me. Like, obviously, we know um, Mac Jones was going to be the guy. Um, they they wanted to be the guy for the future, so they wanted to prep him up a little bit. But um, I, I they felt like they seen enough to where um, they could um, they, they gave him the keys. But I'm just really bothered by. How they just pushed Cam Newton aside and said, "Okay, you're done. You're, we're, we're done with you." And uh, pretty much, they it was, it's kind of like how you how you have that one friend in the group that everybody hates, but they don't want to like kick out. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. So, um, so, wow. um, Cam Newton last season before he got COVID was playing in, insane. I thought the Patriots were going to be coming back, but then um, ever since he got COVID last season, he wasn't the same. But um, he he like seemed like he fully recovered, and he seemed like motivated to show the world what he could do. And we won't get that chance. So um, the Patriots would want to give Mac Jones a shot. They felt like he did enough during the preseason. So um, so yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens with Cam Makers. I mean Cam Makers. Um, yeah. Wow, uh, you see where you see where my heart is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right we'll with see, the Rams. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens with um with Mac Jones. Um, so, but, um, yeah, I, I just didn't like how it just seemed real fishy to me, how they got rid of Cam Newton. Right. Well, they also released their long-time backup quarterback, uh, Brian Hoyer. So there's that. Yeah. So right now it's just Jones and Jared Stidham are the only quarterbacks in the Patriots roster. Mm. Um, so it's move on. Uh, the Giants are retired, uh, to retire, uh, Michael Strahan's Jersey. 
Nice. He was number uh, he was number ninety two. Of course, he was spent a lot, lot of amount of time with the Giants mm-hmm. and winning a Super Bowl with them. So, yep. uh, congratulations to Straight Hand. Straight Hand, even though he's in every every TV show. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it's it's like you have Goody Two Shoes Straight Hand. That you got a, a rough aggressive Straight Hand now. All right. I kind of like it. (laughs) Speaking of the Giants, talking about injuries, uh, Saquon Barkley says close to being fully clear for week one versus Broncos, which is going to be a big, big deal for the Giants right there. It's going to be a big boost, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially for my team since I haven't won my fantasy team. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's great that he's healthy. You know, that's obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's good news for the Giants, you know, since. Of course, he tore his ACL in week two last season, mm-hmm. and uh, he's back. So, of course, we're just hoping to have a uh, see what Saquon Barkley can really do. I mean, he's you know you know he's a talented running back, mm-hmm. and uh, we need him back. Yeah, uh, do you think this may be a make or break year for him? Because I mean, oh. he, he had a great rookie season, but the second season um, he, he tore his ACL, so he couldn't really show anything. Yeah, well, I mean. We'll see how so he could recover from an ACL injury. You know, that's also hard to, like, uh, do well. And, of course, Todd Gurley did it pretty well when he – I think the year after his ACL tear. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but uh, we'll see what Barkley can do. Yeah, I think – I mean, it could be. But, I mean, at the same time, like, we'll see how bad, you know. See also how bad, you know, how, how bad he could be. You know, if he's really bad, then obviously that's a great season and probably Giants should see more now. But, like. With Barkley, I mean, um, yeah, I think it just depends on the numbers that he's going to post up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah, so he has a lot of um fantasy owners that counter on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. I mean, there is. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't pick. I was my first running back pick, by the way. So <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Out of curiosity, what what pick did you have? Uh, who did I have? <laughs> Uh, oh, Edwards Hilaire. Okay. Oh, what what um, what was the first pick that you get? Oh, I got Mahomes. Oh, of course, of course. I had to get Mahomes, and I was yeah. the I think I was the fourth overall pick. So okay, I, was I, I even landed him. I was like, oh, all right, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So we we'll we could take some time, maybe sometime later, to talk about our fantasy teams. <laughs> I I got like that. I I can I like a lot of people. Obviously, fantasy football is huge, so I think yeah. they like like to hear what we have to say. Yeah. Um. What was I say? Uh. Well, I did my first draft. Well, just real quick, I did my okay. first draft, and I picked like you know I just joined the random league, and then uh, the second one I was gonna do it too, but now I was like, uh, you know, I had already pressed okay to do the league, and then I was just like, you know what, nah. So I exited out of it, not knowing that it was still gonna like do the draft with mm-hmm. me in there. So it auto drafted for me, and that's that's that mm. team that got me a Saquon Barkley. It actually mm. got me like four running backs <laughs> for some reason. Wow! So uh, I released a couple of them, but uh, yeah, I was like, oh, but I think I, I got me Tannehill as my quarterback. So I mean, that could be something maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let's talk about some uh, some quick uh, some just quickies right uh, by uh, from the NFL. Some Texans will name Tyrod Taylor as starting quarterback. Uh, we're wondering about their quarterback situation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm hearing that um that they're going to inactivate Deshaun Watson for the the full season. That's what I'm hearing. Wow. wow. Okay. 
Yeah. Cowboys guard Zach Martin tested positive for COVID-19 and will not play the season opener. We also have Chief Safety Tyron Matthew on COVID, COVID reserve list. Uh, Jets wide receiver Jameson Crowder also tested positive for COVID-19. So uh, those are some key people that are out mm-hmm. at the moment. We'll see later on. By the way, mm-hmm. Tom Brady had a COVID after his team parade. So oh, yeah. maybe that te- it wasn't all that tequila about there. Right? He was just, <laughs> 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 was just like, you have COVID, bro. <laughs> he was in the first stages. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why he was so delirious. Hangover, so. that's COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, COVID's not funny. No. no. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, let's do our one of our favorite segments on, you know, in sports next is our pickums, our weekly pickums. See who could come up on top. Um, it's been, I'm excited about this. It's been a long time since we did this. Yeah, it's been a while. Man. So, um, like we mentioned, Phil's not here today. Uh, he's full. Now we have a third part to it, so so that's gonna be exciting too. Uh, how mm-hmm. that's gonna go? Mm-hmm. So, um, let's do it. Let's start off. All right, let's get to it. Okay, week one of 18 of the NFL season, 2021 and 2022. We have, starting off this Thursday. Oh, that's already this two days. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Dallas, Tampa Bay, Cowboys, Bucks. Uh, I'm, you know, just for the honors, I'm going to go first. Well, okay. first of all, let's, Phil, Phil went first. So, you're going to talk about his pick. He went with Tampa, which I think is pretty uh, reasonable. And I'm going with Tampa. Uh, and... And I will go with Tampa Bay as well. All right. So, all right. All three of us unanimous to Tampa. Sorry, Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good game. I mean, I mean Press, is Prescott back? He's going to be playing the season opener? They, they said he's clear to play. So, oh, yeah, all he right. should be back. Uh, Zeke's back. Elliot's back. That'll yep. be nice to watch. Uh, what's the name of those receivers? Uh, uh, C.D. Uh, Lamb. C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. Yeah. So, that's going to be good to watch. Of course, yeah. Tampa Bay, the reigning champs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Dallas spent a lot of time building up that defense this offseason, so yeah. we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. Uh, Seattle and uh, Indianapolis, Seahawks, Colts. Uh, Phil picked the Seahawks, which is – oh, this was – I don't know why. I mean, obviously the Seahawks are a good team, decent team. They have a good build-around, but I don't know why something's – and this is going to be in Indianapolis, by the way. If it would have been in Seattle, it would have been a little bit easier. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel – I don't know why I want to go with Indy this time. I think I'm going to go with Indy. You're going to go with Indy? Yeah. I know it's a ballsy pick, but I'm going to go with that. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Seattle in this game. Um, um, yeah, I, I think um, minus the Jonathan Taylor factor, which he's also on my fantasy team. Um, yeah. yeah, they they. I feel like they're – it's going to be – I feel like it's going to be a close game. But, um, <laughs> but I, I think the Seahawks will dominate, especially, especially since um, – Carson Wentz won't be available. Um, that's what I'm looking at. So okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have the. I'm gonna have the Seahawks win um, the game. Uh, cl- close, but not. Uh, um, it'll be competitive, but like not close. It, it's gonna be close. Whatever. Yeah, Seahawks. <laughs> okay. All right, this one: uh, Jacksonville, Houston, Jaguars, Texans. Of course, Trevor Lawrence's debut. And we just talked about it earlier, Tyrod Taylor at quarterback in this one, mm-hmm. small day shot Watson. Mm-hmm. I think to me, this is a piece. Uh, well, this shouldn't be as easy, but we obviously like this is debut. So at least it's he's playing a team that doesn't we doesn't have a lot going on for them at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Oh, Phil, by the way, chose Jacksonville, and I'm also choosing, choosing Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. If Deshaun Watson was playing, I would have picked the Texans. Um, but, um, yeah, I won't be surprised if Houston wins, but I'm going to go with Jacksonville as well. Okay. Eagles, Falcons. Oh, this is this one's a little bit tougher for me um, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil picked um, Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm oh, – you go first. I want to hear you. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Atlanta in, on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, there's some question marks with Jalen Hurts. Everybody's writing him off. I think – I don't think it's fair to write off Jalen Hurts, but – uh, but um, I'm always a let's see type of person. I want to see how things pan out for him. So I'm going to go ahead and just go with the team with a little more experience. I'm going with Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you got Matt Ryan still there. But uh, no more uh, – like, what's that player I'm thinking that they lose that receiver? Julio, Julio yep. Jones? No more Julio Jones. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that he was much impact, but not Todd Gurley no more. <laughs> yeah. Um, um this, this is this is a good one. This is a tough one for me. Uh, but you know what? I'm also gonna go with Atlanta on this one. All right. Uh we also have next uh LA Chargers against the Washington football team. We got uh Herbert and uh who's playing who's playing for Washington? Is that uh is that the one kid who was playing in the Pals last year? No. Um you talk about the quarterback, right? For Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Fitzpatrick, Brian Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay. Ooh, this is good. And it's going to be in Washington. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to want to go with the Chargers, too. Um, Phil picked the Chargers, correct? Yeah, Phil picked the Chargers. Okay. I got this game close, but I'm picking the Chargers as well. Okay. All right. So, uh, that's pretty self-explanatory. Pittsburgh and Buffalo, uh, they're coming up. They're becoming one of those teams, those you know, top-notch teams right now. Yeah. Pittsburgh, uh, we don't know. I don't know what we're going to get out of Pittsburgh this year, honestly. Mm-hmm. We get we get whatever out of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's always like one of those play- teams that you're gonna get sometimes. Yeah, and so I'm gonna go with Buffalo. All right. oh, I'll still pick Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. Okay. This, yeah, you're right. We don't know what we're gonna get with Pittsburgh. Um, this is gonna be a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, let me see. Hmm. Man. Uh. And, and what what sucks with me is I have Pittsburgh's defense on both of my fantasy teams, so it's going. Be... <laughs> it's like, I think I have uh... them in mind too. I think. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! I don't. Yeah, Pittsburgh's a big question mark for me. I I kind of have a feeling how Biffle's going to do is is I don't know with them. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it's going to be a close one. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. All right, but I, I hope they don't do well because I really need the defense to do good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. I just think Josh Allen throwing bombs out there. Yeah. Uh, next one we have uh, 49ers and the Lions. This was interesting. We got uh, Jared Goff going up against his former rivals. Yeah. Up north, San Francisco and uh, San Francisco. Did we have a opening uh, week quarterback yet? Oh, there! I think Trey Lance is like recovering from his injury, so they're going to go with Jimmy G. Okay, and uh, Phil's pick San Francisco. This is going to be a tough one. Um, uh, I I would I also 
don't like picking this, but uh, I, I also got to agree with, I don't know, something about San Francisco looks like they might be able to get this one, pull this one off. Yeah. And um, thanks to the Detroit Lions, I have to pick the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> fortunately, I mean, we're wrong. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Next one, we got the Minnesota Vikings and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow's back, I believe. So uh, yep. that's good news for Cincinnati. I was a couple kids out there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, uh, I'm going to let you know. So, Phil uh, pick Minnesota. What do you got, Hodge? Um, yeah, I, I got the Vikings as well. Okay. Ooh. Who are we playing again? <laughs> oh, Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, this is, I don't know why I'm having trouble with this one. Um, they're in Cincinnati, Minnesota. I mean, Kirk Cousins could also throw, throw it out there, but, uh, Joe Barrow's coming out from that injury and you got a couple, like I said, a couple of kids. Yeah. You know, right now the safe bet is right now is Minnesota. Okay. Uh, we all, now we have, uh, this is probably a little bit easier. Uh, the Jets and the Panthers, Sam, uh, Sam Darnold, uh, playing against his former team. Mm-hmm. And the Jets and the Jets, like these, they debuting their new kid, uh, Zach Wilson, I believe. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be, a, I mean, another very young team, the Jets and the Panthers, uh, two young teams, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Phil has picked Carolina, and oh, I'm that's... gonna have to go with Carolina. And, and don't forget, McCaffrey's back too. Who's that? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, so you I'm got going... Carolina too. Yep, I'm going Carolina. All right. The Jets, by the way, they were the worst team last year, right? Uh, yeah. Well, no, second worst. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. By, my bad. Uh, Jacksonville was the worst team last year. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a good game right here. I think so. Arizona Cardinals against Tennessee Titans. Oh, yeah, that's um, going to be a good one. Bill, let's pick Tennessee. Let's pick Tennessee. Um, you obviously, man, both teams are very have a lot of talent in them, and that those two teams and um, very good coaching. Uh, but uh, Tennessee, oh man, like that's gonna be a tough one. I'm gonna let you go first, Hodge. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gonna be um, a good game. Um, but uh, I'm giving um, Tennessee the edge in this one, Tennessee. Yep, well, I'm gonna go with Arizona on this one. All right. Yeah, I feel like they got they got to get this one. And um, the next one might be another easy one. We got the Cleveland Browns against the Kansas City Chiefs. Hodge, uh, well, Phil picked Kansas City, of course. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got KC. KC, okay. Yeah. KC as well. That was easy. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a ball in the way, you know, that division is always interesting. But the Miami Dolphins against the New England Patriots, of course, we just mentioned the Patriots are going to debut their kid, Mac Jones. The Dolphins, I believe they're going to have Tua, yep. the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even going to try his last name because I don't, I don't <laughs> want to butcher it, but um, yeah. Tua. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and Phil picked New England. Okay. I don't know about this one. This one, I'm, I'm, uh, I gotta, I'm, I'm going to go with Miami on this one. Okay. Yeah, I got the Dolphins as well. All right. That's going to be a good one, too. Uh, Denver and New York. So, as we mentioned, you know, 
New York is they get uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, who's the Daniel Jones, their quarterback. Yep. They're over in Denver. They have Teddy Bridgewater quarterback. They have some pretty decent receiving young receivers out there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, this is gonna be a little bit tougher too. Uh, they're gonna be in New York. Uh, Phil has picked the Giants. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Denver. And I got the Broncos as well. All right. Let's go, Teddy. Yes, sir. Um, oh, this is going to be – there's another good one right here. The Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints. Mm. Bill has picked Green Bay Packers. And, well, Saints are no more with Drew Brees. They're going to go with uh, Jameis Winston. Um, and the Packers, of course, they kept Rodgers. So, uh they're going to have still Rodgers out there. And uh, they're going to be in New Orleans. I, well, no, they're playing somewhere else, right? Because of the. Or I, still so. playing the... I, I think they're playing somewhere else because of the hurricane. I, I can't remember where they're play, going to be at. All right. Well, in this case, oh, man, it's going to be tough. But I'm going to have to go with uh, Green Bay as well. And I got the Packers. And two more games to go. We got the Chicago Bears and our L.A. Rams. So it's going to be over here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We're going to have people in the stadium in this game. We'll have uh, the Chicago Bears. Uh, they're debuting their kid, I believe. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin Fields. And the Rams are debuting their new quarterback, Matthew Stafford. And okay. – uh, with a with a running game that we're gonna keep an eye out on, and but mm-hmm. we still have that the Rams still have that receiving core mm-hmm. that uh, should be good for a guy like Stafford. Mm-hmm. Could do a lot with that. Uh, but Chicago, I mean, they everybody's up on that kid and uh, Fields, and uh, so. But I'm gonna have to go with the Rams. Okay, I gotta go with my Rams. Yeah. Yep. All right. Man. Yeah. What? Uh, and. For the listeners um, that, are, that are listening, um, I'm not one of those like fanatics that's always go team. I'm 100% honest. So I, if I feel like the Rams are going to lose, I'm just going to say we're going to lose. So I, so don't yeah. expect me to be go team, unless it's in the playoffs. Because then at the <laughs> playoffs, it, once playoffs come, it's too late. I, I have no yeah. choice. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you guys, if they were to listen to our older shows, they will know that for sure we'll pick them. We'll pick, we'll all get our teams under. the and these pickings that we feel like they're not going to win it. Exactly. Well, they also probably think I'm a bad white because at that time I think I was going for the Broncos. <laughs> Which is another story. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they don't find those tapes. Monday night football game, Monday night game, which probably we won't have the re- – we might have – no, we won't have the results by that time of our pickums. Yeah. Uh, but, by we're reporting. But um, we'll keep an eye on that and uh, we'll yeah. – they always pick the Raiders. It's going to be in Las Vegas, so that's another one. They're going to debut their stadium with a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And, but they're going to be playing uh, the Baltimore Ravens, who they just recently signed uh, – who they just signed? Uh, Le'Veon Bell? Yeah. They, they put him they, on, his, on his practice squad – on their practice squad, excuse oh, me. Okay. Yeah. They gave a contract extension to their tight end. Mm-hmm. They still got Lamar Jackson out there. Mm-hmm. And so the Raiders, all they got is still Carr, which, yeah, can't do much with that. <laughs> You know me, I've never been a pedal car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never been much of a pedal of the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, 
But this one, I'm about to go with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. All right. So, uh, all right, that'll be all in our picks. We have, like, how many team one? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, six, six teams that we're unanimous voting on. Okay. So the Bucks, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars, we've got the Chargers, we've got the 49ers, we've got the Vikings, we've got the Panthers, and uh, we got the Rams. Cool. So that means we gotta they gotta dominate. <laughs> Make exactly. <it> like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I hope you guys enjoy Sunday night football and Monday night football or Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Oh, football's back. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said. We'll be right back and talk a little bit about NBA. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's good to hear Lamarcus Aldridge is good, and he's coming out of retirement, and he's signing a one-year deal with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, so he's joining that. Months after having to retire because of an irregular heartbeat, Aldridge retired in April after experiencing an irregular heartbeat in the last of the five games he played for the Nets. Aldridge was diagnosed with Wolf Parkinson's White Syndrome, and an abnormality that can cause a rapid heartbeat as a rookie in 2007. Hours 36 is a seven-time All-Star who has averaged 19.4 game points in the career. In the career. So I, just, I guess that's good news and see if he's going to help out Brooklyn anyway. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. Um, I hope he's okay. And I hope he um, has a good season. This will help. This will definitely help his chances of being re-inducted into the Sportsnext Hall of Fame. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. So hopefully things work out for him. All right. And a pretty decent pickup for Brooklyn. They picked up Paul Millsap, uh, the veteran. So uh, that's yeah. just about it. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. decent. Yeah, adding more to the already built super team. Yeah, and we gotta talk about. I mean, we gotta refer. We gotta talk about. Uh, you know, the Lakers being an old super team, but maybe the Nets is good at the Nets. Uh, you know, old super team <laughs> in a way. Yeah. In yeah, a way. I guess. But I still feel like. I don't know. They, the Brooklyn has the advantage as far as their actual stars. Mm-hmm. But um, that, that's a different story. That's a different debate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Nets also trade DeAndre Jordan to the Pistons. Uh, Center to reportedly signed with Lakers after buyout. So he's pretty much – so it's – I don't know. They, I don't know what's going on with this, uh, with the Lakers. I mean, that's a decent thing. But, uh, again, I mean, you're picking up guys that – I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this anymore. <laughs> it's like it's like you've already said everything you needed to say. Yeah, exactly. It's like all right. Well, again, we're not. I mean, nobody's uh, nobody's afraid of the Lakers because of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and but to to add to that, Lakers picked up another guy who's like okay, veteran guard Ray John Rondo. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay, well, that's cute. <laughs> see, see, no, you gotta understand. Like we, they made a mistake getting rid of him, so they had to bring him back so they could win another championship. So right, right, right. That's what it is, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good for them, I guess. I mean, uh, I guess that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this was 2013. So, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess in the slow time for the NBA, that's about it that we have. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know when the Hall of Fame is going to happen, but um, I've been hearing a lot of 
Hall of Fame stories. But um, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is pretty much. Well, I think uh, a little thing right there. Lakers agreed to a contract extension with Vogel, the head coach. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit of something, I guess. Yeah. All right. With <laughs> <laughs> that being said, uh, like I said earlier. Sorry, no UFC fight night, but, you know, we got the kickoff of the NFL. Mm-hmm. We got last, uh, for the last, less than a month before uh, the playoffs, Major League Baseball playoffs. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can't wait for that. So you guys have a good week.